Hey, how's it going? It's Ollie here. Welcome to the e-commerce freedom podcast. Before we dive in with today's episode, I've got two cool resources for you. The first one is my new e-commerce Q&A group on Facebook. So in this group, the point is you ask questions uh, in the Facebook group and I answer them with daily videos. Okay, so you can get your questions answered really, really, really quick. It's a great resource. If you go to ecommercefreedom.com and look at the top of the page, you'll see a button for the Q&A group. Click on that, it'll take you to the Facebook group. Second resource I've got for you is an Amazon Accelerator call. So what I'd love to do with you is talk about your goals, talk about where you are now, and talk about the stuff that could prevent you from hitting your goals, right? Together, on a strategy session, we will come up with a plan for you to replace your income with an Amazon business. If you'd like to book a call where we can do this, go to ecommercefreedom.com, look at the top of the page and click Amazon Accelerator Call. You'll be taken to a very short application page. You can fill that in on the next page. You should be able to book your call. All right. Hope you really enjoy the episode. Hey, how's it going? It's Ollie here. So, got a really special gift for you coming very, very soon. It's gonna be a list of 15 smash hit private label products on a PDF. So if you're watching this video inside Ollie's e-commerce Q&A group, then it's gonna appear in this group very, very soon and it's available for everybody in the group. Now, if you're watching this video outside of the group, there should be a link somewhere on this page, whether it's below or above the video where you can join the Facebook group and you can access this PDF. Now these are gonna be hand-picked products that I've chosen, selected, validated, and some of them do up to 26,000 pounds per month in revenue, okay? These are UK-based products. Very, very, very powerful stuff. So make sure you jump in the group to get them. So today we've got some really, really good, insightful questions. Some from uh, current Amazon sellers, some from people who are less experienced and I think it provides a great chance to expand your knowledge uh, as you're growing your business. So to kick things off we've got a question from Carl Sidden. Now Carl's one of my clients and he says, hey Ollie, would welcome your views on this question please. I spotted a really good product today related to my test batch product would make a good potential addition. Alright so Carl's got a product right now he's testing and he's seen something he could also sell in the same niche. Um, but he says, but the product seller has a patent on the design. Does that mean just disregard and look at other options? Or is there a safe distance you can be away from the original, but keeping the same basic concept and not run into copyright issues? So this is a great question. And, and in fact, patents is something to be very careful of as you're launching products on Amazon, because you don't want to violate any of them. Uh, could run into big Problem. So first of all, obviously I'm not a patent lawyer, right? But I can definitely provide you with some guidelines as to what patents are, how they work, and ways that we can get around them. So the first thing to establish is to figure out what is the patent exactly for? Because you can patent like one tiny mechanism within a design of a product. Uh, you can patent the overall design of the product or parts of its function. I mean, there's loads of different things you can patent. So I would look up the patent number. It should be doable if you just Google the patent number. You'll pretty much find it pretty quickly and figure out what that patent is. If it's for the whole design, then you might have some issues. Um, however, you could source a product that solves the same problem in a different way with a different design. That shouldn't violate the patent. 
If it's just a mechanism, then look for a product that you could offer that has a different mechanism, but a similar design. Right, so that's what we want to do, establish exactly what the patent is for, and then just make sure when you launch your product it's not uh, violating that patent. Now if this looks like it's going to be a really good opportunity, a really good financial opportunity, it might be worth booking a quick call with a patent lawyer, just to help them look over this for you, just to clear some of the uh, confusion, because I know this stuff can get a little bit confusing. You know, you could probably book a call, uh, maybe an hour long call with a patent lawyer, Maybe it would cost you maybe a hundred pounds or something. It depends. Again, deal flow, right? Contact at least five lawyers, get quotes from them, see how good uh, the company is. Pick one once you've got your five quotes, and then book in the call. And you could probably get a really, really crystal clear answer to your, all of your questions before going ahead and, and in, investing in some of this stock. So that's how you should approach uh, any any time you see a patent on the marketplace. That's how you should approach it. Great question, Carl. So David Kelly asks, I've got four private label products uh, on Amazon. So first of all, massive congratulations for uh, getting those products launched. That's really cool. Sales have stalled. When advertising, I get one sale per day and can no longer get more. I have increased the budget with no real results. What can I do? So this, this is a very frustrating situation to be in, right? So you've launched products and you know at one point they were doing really, really well and sales have declined a bit and now it's really hard to push them back up to where they were. So what we need to do to get your products to sell again is we need to diagnose the problem. What is the problem? So to do this, we need to look at your products and your business and we also need to look at the niches you're selling in and the other competing products to try and figure out exactly what's gone wrong that stopped people from buying these products, right? So I'm gonna go through a couple of potential reasons your, your, your sales could have slowed down. And we'll start with the easier ones, which are really easy to fix, and then we'll gradually move towards the more difficult uh, problems, which could be a little bit more problematic to fix. However, there is still a solution no matter what reason your products aren't selling. So the easiest, easiest, simplest reason your products might be selling and might not be selling is visibility. Visibility. In other words, can people see your products? So if you're not spending much on pay-per-click advertising, uh, if your product isn't well ranked in the search results and your product isn't very visible, as in there's not many customers visiting the page, that could be a very simple reason why your product isn't selling. So the first thing I would do is to get your product more visible. Now there's several ways you can do this, right? Number one, um, like you've done already, you could increase the PPC. Another thing you could do is drop the price of your product while increasing the PPC. So what this will do is this will get people to buy it because it's a bargain, right? And yeah, you might break even on some of these sales, you might make a bit of a loss, but we're not aiming to make a profit right now, we're aiming to get your products visible and back on page one, right? Then, this should increase your rankings and it might kickstart the process of getting your product to sell more often, once more. Okay, so if visibility is the only problem, then that will solve it. So I would try that first anyway, see if it solves the problem and then it'd be super simple uh, to, to get your products selling again. If you do that and it doesn't work, then the next thing to look at is your listing. So have a think about it, right? When customers look through niches and they're trying to find a product to actually buy, uh, 
all they have available to them is a listing. That's it. Right? They don't. They can't hold the product in their hand. They can't see it. They can't test it out. All they have is the listing. So how good are your listings? Like how many reviews do you have? Could you get more? How good are your pictures? Are they super clear? Do they show everything about your product in a really crystal clear way? Do you have lots of different types of pictures? Pictures with a white background, lifestyle photos with the products being used, detailed product photos where there's little arrows and text describing benefits of the product. Packaging, if you have packaging, have you displayed that in one of your uh, pictures to show how nicely it's presented? The better your pictures, the more eye-catching your listing will be. It gets you more clicks and it will also get you more sales. What about your bullets? Have you really used all the text in every single bullet? Or have you put a headline in the beginning of each bullet in capital letters to really draw people's attention in? Have you figured out what people really care about with your product? Like there's certain things people really, really want your product to do. The way you find this out is by looking at other products and their reviews and finding out what customers are annoyed that the product didn't do. Right? You know, I hate this product because it didn't do this. That's a desire. If your product does do that, you best put it on your listing. Right? What about your description? How in-depth have you gone with it? Have you just written a couple of lines? Or have you really painted a picture in the customer's imagination of how the product is going to benefit them? Is there a call to action at the bottom of your description which says buy this now because it's going to benefit your life? Have you put a really good solid guarantee on your listing? Maybe a lifetime guarantee? All of these things can make your listing better. Right? So do all of those things, combine that with the visibility stuff once you've tried that and it doesn't work, then tweak, tweak the listing, try it again and see if that does it. Finally, if visibility isn't the issue, if your listing isn't the issue, then it could be an issue with the product itself. Okay, so this is obviously the most annoying thing to try and fix because you've got the inventory already. But there's some very easy ways you can actually do this. So let's say you've got 500 units of your product in the warehouse and it's not selling very well and you try all this stuff and it still doesn't sell. What you could do is pull back 50 units, okay, get them shipped to your house, get a product, an additional product to bundle with these 50 products. Okay, so you're selling the main thing plus a bundled thing right, on the listing, so they get a free thing. And then create a new listing, send the stock into Amazon again as a bundle, and see if this makes your product more attractive. This is the easiest way to fix problems with your product not standing out on the marketplace. So I, I recommend you try all this stuff and let me know, does it fix the problem? Um, uh, because by the time you've done all of that stuff, I guarantee if your niches have high demand and you pick the right products and they were selling at one point very well, your sales should start to climb again. All right, man, hope that was helpful. So we've got a question from uh, Nuzrath, apologies if I didn't pronounce your name correctly. Properly, he says, living in uh, the UA, in the EU now, and with Brexit happening, wondering what challenges we have to meet when it comes to reporting and accounting requirements without using an external expert, as this would generally lead to increased accounting costs, etc. Right. So this is a great question. Now, at the time of shooting this video, Brexit isn't done yet. Right. So we haven't. It's not finished. It's not finalised. There's no deal. Uh, as of yet. So we don't exactly know what the implications of it are going to be on your um, responsibilities as a business owner. Right? We're not entirely sure what's going to happen yet. So here's what I would do. As things move forward, 
Uh, if you don't want to spend money on an external accounting service, then I would pay for the advice of someone who knows what they're talking about with European accounting. Right, so just have a consultant. So maybe pay for like an hour of their time. Like I said to Carl earlier, right? Hire someone to speak to them and, and get their advice on exactly what you need to do with each marketplace and um, uh, throughout your EU sales, right? Pay someone to, to learn what you need to do and then implement it yourself. Right? This is how I would approach it. In fact, how I would approach it is I would pay someone for their advice and then I would also pay someone to implement as well. The reason why I don't want to be spending valuable hours during my day bookkeeping and accounting. I'd rather outsource that, spend my time marketing, growing the business. So my advice to you would be to make your business more profitable so you can pay to outsource bookkeeping and accounting because it's very time consuming. Um, and you know, it is probably not the best use of your time, but that's the alternative. You can hire someone to give you uh, advice and then implement it yourself because this stuff's only going to get more complicated. And it's yeah, it's important to, to understand your responsibilities moving forward. It's a great question. I think a lot of people were thinking about that if they're selling in the EU. Michael asks, should I focus on brand within a niche or? Can I have a brand which serves a few niches? This is a great question, actually. In fact, quite a few people had this question, especially since you know launching a brand is becoming more and more important with selling on Amazon. So here's the thing, right? A brand is a combination of you and your message right, as a seller and the group of people that you serve. Put those two things together and you've got your brand. So for example, let's say you launched a brand for dog lovers, right? You and your message could be saying, we provide ethical um, toys which benefit the health of dogs. That could be your brand message, okay? The group of people you serve are people who have dogs, right? Put those two together and that's your brand. So this brand could cover several niches, right? It could cover the dog toys niche. It could cover the dog health niche, the dog training niche. You know, all of these niches are separate products and separate niches on the Amazon marketplace, but they're gelled together within the same brand because they still represent you and your message. I mean, you should focus on um, growing the brand based off that philosophy and then see which products fit into that. I mean, your, you and your message could be, um, we serve, I don't know, 40 year old men, right? And, and we help them, I don't know, look better, right? And obviously the group of people you serve, 40 year old men, right? Put those together, there's countless niches you could have. You could have, um, I don't know, shaving products, you could have uh, aftershave, you could have moisturizers, you could have, you know, all of those niches fit within the brand. So think of it from that angle and it should hopefully uh, answer your question. Good question, Michael. Veru says, how do you launch in 2020? Should you use PPC, giveaway services, early bird reviews, or should you combine them all? So great question, Veru. So first of all, if you haven't done so already, look at the, the announcement post in the top of the group, okay, the pinned post. And there's a PDF 
called the Marketing Triforce, which is a training that I used to sell. I'm giving it to you for free uh, now as a thank you for being in the group. It walks you through my method for launching. And you're absolutely right. Use all three of those things. Pay-per-click, advertising, giveaways, um, get reviews as well. Um, and also make sure your listing is very, very, very uh, well optimized. Okay, so these three things are the foundation for launching a product on Amazon. There's two other things which I would recommend though. Number one is make sure you have an amazing product before you start thinking about launching and stuff. Because all of that stuff, giveaways, PPC, everything else, will mean nothing if you don't have a great product. Right? Because at the end of the day, people have to want to buy the thing you're selling. You have to do something different. You have to add value. So that's the thing to focus on first. And then additionally, if you can, I would also send outside traffic to your Amazon listing as well. Now, this is something that's not going to happen instantly. It's going to take a while for you to build maybe an email list or an external audience of people who follow your brand, who can jump on your product for maybe a discount when you launch it. But the more external traffic you can send to your product as you launch, the more of an edge you're going to have over all of your competition. So that's something you can throw in the mix and start building up. Now you can do things like content marketing, advertising, uh, email list building to build this source of external traffic. Um, that can actually really serve you as an asset because then in the future, you could even start selling products off your own website as well as Amazon to your audience. And then you have a base of customers which you control which is really, really powerful. So those are a few thoughts for 2020. Definitely grab my Marketing Triforce PDF if you haven't done so already. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching this video and thank you for your fantastic questions. I'm aware, by the way, that there's loads and loads and loads of questions from you guys who've joined. Um, we've got an influx of members. We're almost at 100 uh, today, which is great. I will be getting around to your questions. Um, and by the way, there's a lot of people who ask the same questions as each other. Right? It's very common questions. If it's, it's one of those, then I'm going to tag you in a post in the group um, uh, with uh, some resources which answer the question better than I could in a video. Um, and therefore, you'll get the answer you need and you can move forward. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching this video. If you're watching this video outside of Ollie's e-commerce uh, Q&A group, click the link. should be above or below this video. You can join the group, you can get your questions answered as well. And just make sure you answer the questions in the box that appears after your request to join. And then I'll approve your request to join the group. All right, thanks so much for watching this video and we'll speak very soon.